When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Targeting. It's coming for your team. This is the Rich Eisen Show. After review, personal foul, targeting. It's going to happen to your team. Personal foul, targeting, receiving team. I don't like officiating. That's what's the word for it. Stinks. Today's guests, host of Peacock's Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio. Steelers receiver, Juju Smith-Schuster. Host of the Right Time Podcast, Bomani Jones. Plus, actor Stephen Amell. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Okay, okay. It's the NFL kickoff week. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for... I gotta go. <laughs> it's out. Where are you going? Sorry. I just pulled a it's hamstring. <laughs> it's the NFL kickoff yes. week. Let's go. Yes, I've got a two-a-day. I've got a two-a-day today. Yeah. I've got this show, the Rich Eisen Show, all three hours starting now. Three hours from now, we take you to Brother from Another on NBC Sports on Peacock or whatever uh, follows us on this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate. And then tonight at uh, 8 Eastern time at NFL Network, I've got the 2021 <laughs> NFL season preview show, the game day morning season preview show, me, Mooch, Kurt, and Irv. It will the Fantastic be, Four, Rich. It is that the Fantastic Four. Well, <laughs> Cynthia Freeland as well. Oh, the and so five. We've got, uh, <laughs> and it will be it will be the um, last broadcast from the NFL oh, Network studio oh, in Culver wow. City. The swan song. You're going to talk about that later on. That's, You're going to sing "Home Sweet just, Home." I'm just telling everything that that's coming up on this program. There's going to be it's a like lot. Cheers. You're just going to turn yeah. out the lights. Stop, at the end? please. Oh. I, I, I I later on I need to talk with you about this because I just I've, had a tear. This is coming. And uh, today's the day. Three hours on this show, two hours tonight, five hours to talk. I'm built for it. Stay hydrated, Rich. There's an eye in Rich. There's an eye in Eisen, but I'm built for this. Should I come mix the final show? No. Can I ask you? (laughs) No. Nobody asked you. They don't want you there. (laughs) Um, So I I would, but you know. It's not his call. Actually, I'll be honest with you. Everybody... We'll, we'll talk about it later. There's too much to talk about here. And we've got, we've, got, we've got Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, coming up uh, in 18 minutes' time. We've got Juju Smith-Schuster of the Pittsburgh Steelers Juju. joining us at the top of hour number two. Pittsburgh, one of those shrug emoji teams for me coming in 2021. They could be that team that won the division last year or at least won the first 11 games without a loss last year and play like that again. Or they could play like the team that finished the season last year, which was, uh, you know, not good, Bob, to use the yeah. madman phrase. And um, we'll ask him what everybody's looking like. 
um, especially Najee Harris, because we've got the ninth overall pick in the Allison Chains Celebrity Fantasy Football Draft yes, that you're do. doing tonight, because once again, they yeah. always hold it on yeah. the day of the NFL game day morning season preview show. I can't be there. Brockman, you're going to be there. Yeah. So for fantasy football players out there, we will discuss. It's my two-a-day. We'll dis- it's your two-a-day today. Yeah. Very, very much. And the uh, actor Stephen Amell will be on this program. He's in a wrestling-based uh, program yeah. called Heels on Stars, a yes. drama. Um, and uh, he's he's a football fan. Mm-hmm. I believe he's a Rams fan because he was at that Super Bowl that the Rams lost to the Patriots in. He, uh, you know, will be joining us in hour number three of this program. Nice. Uh, one of the uh, fellow thespians on heels is James Harrison. Yeah. I know. Can't wait to ask him what James is like around craft services <laughs> when they're shooting this. Thing. Protein only. Really. Protein only. <laughs> Gluten-free craft services. Put that down for one last. <laughs> We're not naming our team today, but we'll eventually name our fantasy team. But put that down as, a, as an option. Gluten-free craft services. Put that down as an option. <laughs> and Bomani Jones joining us in hour number two. Oh, can't wait to talk with him about what we're expecting to see in the NFL season that's coming up starting two days from now when the Cowboys and the Buccaneers kick things off on NBC on Thursday night. Oh, I'm hyped. We're also coming off of a big weekend that Bomani Jones will help us talk about. We're coming off a Labor Day weekend, which is college football kickoff weekend. And man, oh, man. Were we expecting some big matchups to lead to some amazing results and some uh, uh, wild results, results that we want to talk about? And the thing that leaps out to me is I cannot believe that college football returns and Alabama looks so terrible that the way that they did and that they're taking a step back because, you know, hold on a minute. I'm being told the exact opposite happened. Got it. Okay, thank you. Give Bryce Young the Heisman right now? Well, I mean. Just reload. Hey, all I know is I can't wait to talk to Irv about being the honorary captain and flipping the coin for the U prior to the drumbeat that uh, oh. they received from Alabama. Wrong game to be flipping the coin for. So that was Irv's weekend. Had his alma mater beaten like a drum and then beaten like a drum by Stephen A. Smith on Labor Day. How about that? Hey, now. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to have fun at Herb's expense. Alabama looks terrific, and Georgia's defense looked phenomenal against Clemson. How about that? That's the surprise of the weekend is that Clemson was zero offensive touchdowns. Zero touchdowns. Zero touchdowns. So Georgia with the big win, three versus five. Georgia goes into Clemson and doesn't let Clemson get in the end. I guess the only way that Clemson got in the end zone was when they came into the stadium. <laughs> That's the only time that they set foot in an end zone. That was it. That's it. That was it. Georgia's defense was remarkable. A huge win there. Yeah, I'm going to talk Pac-12 football. How about UCLA and the Rose Bowl? How about Chip Kelly's UCLA Bruins? Do we A-clap? Yeah, you should. <laughs> Coach O talking smack coming in the stadium because, you know, he's a former USC staff member. I mean, he's got some USC roots. Of course. Goes in the Rose Bowl, and he starts talking smack. And, boy, did the UCLA Bruins. And the the run game, too. They're physical. That's a physical football team in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. That was a big result. Penn State and Wisconsin. Two teams that I don't know how to watch that game because I just want them both to lose. And I know (laughs) one's going to win. And um, Bomani Jones with the tweet of the weekend that we'll hit with him when he joins us on the program. 
<laughs> Nobody wins more games where the fan base wants him fired in the middle of than James Franklin. Right. <laughs> and he they won, and you know, and I understand my alma mater uh, wins against Western Michigan, losing Ronnie Bell, uh, perhaps their best player, BBD. to a uh, leg injury. Awful. And I know I don't have many legs to stand on, but I'm providing analysis as I do. I, I honestly, um, Wisconsin. How how many times are they going to have a quarterback that can't put points on the board when they have to, and their main offensive engine is either a running back or a tight end when they got to put points on the board? And they have a terrific defense that they were playing, tough defense, and they got to put points on the board, and they couldn't. And what's crazy is their, just, their old quarterback, Jack Cohn, goes to Notre Dame and, and is lighting it up. up. Four yards, four so touchdowns. So is it, is it their system or what is it? I don't know. Because that's the game I was going to eventually land on. Yeah. Notre Dame, Florida State. Two things to say about this game. Let's talk about the good stuff. It was awesome. It was a fun game. Yeah. Took 19 hours to play, but it was a fun game. And, um, and obviously Notre Dame looking fresh out of the box with Jack Cohn. I mean, again, Wisconsin fans, you got to sit there and go, well, is, it's got to be our system, right? It's got to be their, their hands are always on 10 and 2, white knuckle gripping the steering wheel. Mm. So this kid comes to Notre Dame, wings it around. Notre Dame up 18, and the game got close. Wound up in overtime. Why? This is why we watch sports. The story, the story of Mackenzie Milton. This is the reason why we watch and love sports. Not the beginning of the story, which is this kid, Mackenzie Milton, going down in a heap on, I wrote the date down, uh, November 23rd, 2018. He suffers a severed artery, nerve damage, dislocated knee, and a torn ligament or two in his knee. And the doctors who were operating on him said, don't expect to play football again. Well, guess what he did on Labor Day weekend? He played football. And boy, did he play football. He didn't start the game for Florida State. But in the fourth quarter, when Jordan Travis, the starter for Florida State, has his helmet cut off. Isn't this amazing how these things happen? Crazy. How sometimes, you know, you could go on and on and on. Tom Brady's obvious entrance into the NFL is the first one that leaps to mind. Uh, Justin Herbert last year when he didn't expect to start. Uh, Baker Mayfield got into a game when his head coach was just saying, yeah, I don't think he's ready yet. And because the starter gets hurt, in comes, boom, fill in the blank. And Mackenzie Milton comes in and slings a 22-yard pass. How about that one, by the way? When he comes in the game and he he just wings one, throws a dart, it's just like, okay, oh. they're going to actually not to just hand it off and get him back on the field. So. The starting quarterback can put his helmet back in. No. Because this kid hasn't played a game in over a thousand days. They start slinging it around. And, you know, kudos to Mike Norvell, the head coach there, and the rest of the staff. They let him stay in the drive. And he capped off a 12 play, 88 yard drive to make it a three point game. Then he comes out after getting the ball back. And I got to tell you, that two minute drill looked like he was running it. Yeah. Like he hadn't missed a day, let alone a thousand days. 
That was a remarkable two-minute drill to lead to a game-tying field goal in overtime. Unbelievable. This is why we watch sports. Doing it against Notre Dame while they were showing his family in the stands, his dad, whose birthday it was, and his mother against Notre Dame. Her name is Teresa. (laughs) You can't make it up. Can't make it up. (laughs) Kids performing with his mother, Teresa, in the stands, watching him perform miracles against against Notre Dame. What? And I should, for fair and balanced, say Happy New Year to my fellow Jews today. Happy New Year. The Shanato. Shanato. Place that aside. Now comes overtime. What an abomination. What an abomination. First things first. Did you know they changed the overtime rules in college football? Did you know that? Where after the second overtime, you're forced to go for two? And then, honestly, I didn't know this. I learned this. They are removing all football from the game. All football from the game, except for one play from the two-yard line. It's all two-point conversions from the third overtime and on. Wait, really? We were spared that. That's a thing now? We were spared that this weekend. That's a thing now. First overtime, go for it. Second overtime, go for it from the 30 or from the 25. Right. And and if you score, you got to go for two. And if it's a tie after that, now we're just doing two-point conversions. Fact. When what, did that happen? It, just you wait. Could you imagine if that game that I just explained with Mackenzie Milton had come down to two-point conversions? Did not know that was... It's like, let's take a terrible overtime and make it worse. Wow. Terrible overtime, because you know, you remove special teams with the exception of place kicking. Punting's out. Defense has already got its back to the wall. It's like, it's the equivalent to putting a ghost runner on second. Yeah, I hate that. And now, it's worse. But we were spared all this because of what happened to Florida State where they didn't score any points in their first possession of overtime. And Notre Dame basically just took the air out of the football on three plays and kicked a field goal and got out of dodge with the win. We were spared that overtime rule. Thank God. Which is it's coming. Just like targeting, it's coming yeah, for your team. Probably. It's coming for your team where you play a four-hour game and you spill all the guts out on the field and we're basically going to put the defense on its heels to start overtime, remove punting from the game. You could laugh all you want, but that's a crucial part of this game. It's just not the same. You're not going to play another overtime? It's ridiculous. You're going to start playing overtime football? I hate it in college the way they do it. And it's going to be worse when, when it's just two-point conversions. Oh, your fullback dive's better than mine. Yeah, you win. <laughs> but what we saw on that turf in Tallahassee was the resurrection of the tuck rule, and I will not stand for it. <laughs> That's a good one. Too. I will not stand for it. The tuck rule is dead and buried. (laughs) I personally was heaping dirt on it for years. 
on NFL Network, on NFL Total Access, telling Mike Pereira was the head of NFL refs at the time. We're not doing this. The tuck rule is stupid. The tuck rule is dumb. <laughs> Why, says Mike Pereira? It removes the gray area. I'm like, actually, it, it provides gray area. Ball up here by somebody's head with intent to throw. Ball's now being brought back in. That is the signal of no longer intending to throw. That's it. The move down. The tuck rule was saying, well, we don't know if the arm's going through. So the minute it comes down, it's an incomplete pass. No, no, it's not. The minute it comes down means I don't intend to throw. That's the gray area removed. The intent to throw being removed by the clear removal of ball from throwing position into a position where you're tucking it. That does not make it an incomplete pass. That makes it a fumble. And the NFL finally woke up and said that's correct. Dead and buried. Mackenzie Milton, in overtime, he's going to throw it. He tucks it. It's a fumble. Thankfully, Florida State recovers it. They're out to kick a 50-yarder. Head coach Norvell, Mike Norvell, says, hold on a second. Let's take a look at it. They take a look at it, and it's ruled an incomplete pass. Insane. The tuck rule's dead, ACC. Notes to you. It's dead. It's over. What are you doing? His arm was coming down. Yeah, he doesn't intend to throw it. Incomplete pass. Who's the intended target? His left hand? <laughs> and if it's an incomplete pass, who other than his left hand was the intended target? He was in the pocket. So if it's an incomplete pass and it wasn't batted down by anything other than his left hand, it should be intentional grounding. If you're going to extrapolate this out to the ultimate stupidity, the ACC brought the tuck rule back to life with the whole country watching. Thought it was gone. And then almost messed up the respot of the football. And with all due respect to you Florida State fans, because I know it was a very emotional game, not just for Mackenzie Milton, because you were honoring Bobby Bowden that night. But on behalf of all of us who despise the tuck rule, it's only fitting you missed the goal. After you stopped play, right. To see if you could get the tuck rule called and you stopped play as your kicker had just made the 50-yarder. Iced your own kicker. Well, you remove the points off the board. You don't know he's going to make it. Sure. And odds are, get him closer. Makes sense. But when you try to resurrect the tuck rule, notes to coaches, nothing good's going to happen. Wide left again. I couldn't believe that. I'm like, wait a minute. A ball is by a quarterback's head intending to throw. It's obvious. He's throwing. Ball comes through. Out comes the ball. (laughs) As he's bringing it down, not throwing, bringing it down. And it hits his left hand. The intended target. (laughs) I will not stand for it. I will not stand for it. 
So congratulations to Notre Dame. Brian Kelly's stand-up comedy career came to a quick end. This guy. A very fast end in the post-game conversation afterwards. And um, I knew when he said it, I'm like, I know exactly what he's saying. I know right. exactly what he was joking about. He's He comes on this show, he has fun. He's yep. got a sense of humor. I just knew that was going to fall very flat. And it did. And it did. <laughs> so, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We'll take a ton of your phone calls. It's Juju Smith-Schuster, top of hour two. Today's the day we'll preview the AFC North. I've got uh, NFL Network tonight at 8 Eastern time, so i got a ton of NFL on the brain, despite... Talking a lot of college football right there. I would love to know what you thought of your college football program or weekend or anything going on on your Labor Day weekend. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. We've also got Bamani Jones in hour number two. The actor Stephen Amell from the show um, on Stars called Heels. He's in hour number three. But when we come back, Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk to help us kick off NFL kickoff week right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's start this. Let's get this. Uh, okay. so this is a little early. I don't do uh, lunch martinis. But... So you're, you're pouring a martini now into the martini Uh-oh. shaker. I, I poured just a little in. It looked like there may have been That's ice. Nice been set. But you won't complain. Don't, no, I'm not, don't I'm not send the drink back. Uh, we just need to. We all, The olives are already in the glasses. <laughs> don't bruise it. Don't bruise it. Some people at home, what about stirring? There's a great uh, bar called the Edmund over on Melrose. They yeah. like to stir. I, I like that. I like to shake a little bit. So, 
Are you more like Bond, shaken, not stirred, or you're? I prefer. I prefer actually bruising the vodka, making it ice cold. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Sure. These are vermouth washed glasses. We had put a little vermouth in there earlier. Okay. And then uh, pouring it out. Why don't you take? Why don't you take that one? Take. This is uh, my friend Rich Eisen. Are we toasting? I just want to toast you. Seeing you again, you want to toast uh, the Espen, correct? Well, you we are toasting to ESPN's 40th anniversary. Oh. Uh, there is a big event going on this weekend. My invitation is probably where yours is right yeah. now. Yeah. So we just figured, why not just do it oh, ourselves? What a nice thought. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I haven't seen you in a very long time. My arm's getting sore. I know. Because, um, <laughs> I like to toast. Uh, I I haven't seen you in a long time, Craig, and I've you know I've been cultivating this caper to try and get you to come on this show. And you're I the only guy. What if I only do your show? I'd love to just do that because I like you're you're smooth and natural. Did I compliment you? I like rich. There you I go. I like rich. Okay. Let me just see what this is because the water, that. the ice was sitting there. Cheers to you. Nice to see you. Cheers to you. Nice, nice to, to you. finally meet you. Um, <laughs> Cheers. Mm. It's watered down. Don't, don't about, say anything. It's watered down. It's but it's that's it, fun. that's because the ice was sitting there. But let, but let's pretend it's not. This is what I say mm -hmm. at a bar or a restaurant, the Big Four up in San Francisco and Knob Hill. I take a sip. Mm -hmm. I go like this. I go. This is the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> I enjoy the moment. This is now the greatest moment of my life when I take a sip of mm -hmm. a beautiful mm -hmm. chilled vodka. Mm. I need fresh ice, and we're going to do it again off off the air. <laughs> but the vodka does taste appropriately bruised. By the way, and it feels it's and it was made with love. Yeah, I felt I, I felt I it. Felt, when I, I felt poured it. when I poured the vodka in there, I saw that it went up to. I knew there was water in there from the ice melting, but that's okay. <laughs> I don't. I'm, I don't want to. I'm not complaining. But we we didn't we didn't have to say anything, and I was the one who said it because I thought you might. It, it it is just the most special moment in my life, right? Try this again. Let's try this one more time. Here we go. Were you choosing again or no? I, I was just going to sip again. I just this mic is in my way. Okay, I, here we go. It's hard to drink. That's why it's hard to drink with a mic in your hands. Okay, here we go. Craig Kilborn here on the Rich Eisen Show. And a little Joe Beam. Add a little music, please. Mm, very good. Happy 42nd anniversary now to the worldwide leader in sports, ESPN. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. It's the 42nd anniversary of uh, ESPN. Wow. Uh, their creation. How about that? I spent that? seven of those 42 years there. Seven of the 42 years featured me walking in the building and having my, um, having my uh, I guess, uh, key card work. And then, uh, and then one day it stopped. <laughs> Then I had a box in my hands, and now here I am in Los hey, Angeles. And here we are. Uh, a man who's who's celebrating 20 years of PFT. Wow. On the 1st of November. Uh, and he's got a, a book coming out as well that you can pre-order right now on Amazon. Here to talk about all of that. Uh, the author of Playmakers, How the NFL Really Works and Doesn't. You can pre-order it right now on Amazon. It's coming out next March. I think just in time for the new league year. But the current league year is about to begin. Let's talk about it with Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk. How are you, Mike? Doing great, Rich. Uh, great to be with you as always. Zane, right back at you. I like the title of that book uh, on ESPN's anniversary. That's right. <laughs> Playmakers. Yes. yes. <laughs> That'll get the attention. Copyright law. <laughs> That'll get the attention. Um, and so, okay, we'll, we'll talk about the book in a second. What's on your, what's on your mind uh, prior to this league year starting? Like, what do you think is the the story 
of this year that we're about to embark two days from now on a football field in Tampa? Well, I'll press pause for now on the reality that a dark cloud hovers over the NFL again this year with lightning bolts that will periodically knock guys out of games after they test positive for COVID, like Zach Martin most likely missing Thursday night's opener. I'll focus on the Bucks. First time in 40 years the Super Bowl champion has returned all of its starters. They had eight key free agents. They re-signed all of them. They addressed their third-down running back deficiencies by adding Gio Bernard. I think they are in prime position to do what hasn't been done since the 03-04 Patriots with Tom Brady in New England, and that's get back there, climb the mountain again, and win it again. And I know that, look, a lot of things have to fall any team's way. Whoever wins the Super Bowl, many things fall their way. But Tom Brady has shown over the years he's got a knack for making things fall his way and at least getting to the conference championship game and then getting to the Super Bowl and then getting seven rings and counting. So this feels like really for the first time since the 2014 Seahawks after they blew out the Broncos and I think we all thought, well, they're just going to win another one. This feels like the best chance since then in seven years for a team to do it again and to make it two in a row. And, of course, then – the prevailing story next year would be, can they become the first team ever to go three in a row? Right, and then what happens to the 12 in Green Bay? I mean, that's another thing to keep an eye on throughout the entire year is to is is how Green Bay is positioned to potentially stop uh, what you just mentioned from happening, right? Would, would you agree that they are the team best equipped to prevent it um, in the NFC, or you're looking at somebody else, well, Mike? The Packers are in the conversation. Rich, think of how different the narrative would have been about the Buccaneers after last season if the three balls that Tom Brady threw up for grabs in the second half as that lead frittered away and the Packers had a chance to win that game. But the Packers win that game, and Brady has three interceptions in a meltdown. My God, the things that we would have been saying about Brady being done about the Buccaneers having no chance to put it all together again, et cetera, et cetera. So the Packers definitely have the, the talent, starting with number 12, to have another season in the vicinity of 13-3. and They won't go 13-3 and because there's another game. But the Saints are a team that I'm still keeping an eye on. They swept the Bucks last year, and they were up seven, third quarter. Jared Cook catches a pass, barrels his way into Tampa Bay territory, and but for a peanut punch style forced fumble by Antoine Winfield Jr. The Saints are going up 10, maybe 14 points mm-hmm. and possibly making it 3-0 and against the Bucks last year. So they still have to deal with them. They don't deal with them until Halloween in New Orleans, but the Bucks have to deal with them twice and maybe a third time again. And uh, there's an argument to be made that with Jameis Winston, if, if Sean Payton can iron out the rough spots, this is a guy who threw for 5,100 plus yards two years ago, that the Saints could be every bit as good as they were last year and making them a very significant problem for the Bucks. How do you see the NFC West shaking out? What do you think of that, Mike? Well, I think injuries are going to have a lot to do with it. I know Peter King has the Rams getting to the Super Bowl and winning it. My concern is, and we've already seen it happen, Cam Akers out for the year, really hurts the running game. Matthew Stafford's had an injury history. He plays through a lot of injuries, but he's had some injuries he can't play through. When you put so many eggs in so few baskets with Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Matthew Stafford, star players, and you give up so many draft picks and you put pressure on yourself to draft right and make good decisions, hope that you can build depth with your remaining draft picks after you've traded them away for established players, do you have that depth? And when you don't have the cap space to go out and sign 
good, solid, veteran-level backups, and you're relying on young guys to step up. I worry about the Rams. I think that the 49ers, if they can stay healthy, are going to be very good. I don't like the quarterback ambiguity. I'd like them to pick a horse and stick with it. The Seahawks, under Shane Waldron running the offense, I think will be very good like they were last year. The question is, can they sustain it? So I, I say I'd go Seahawks, 49ers, Rams right now. Mm. Very, very tightly jammed together, and all three may make the playoffs. And then there's the Cardinals, and I think the Cardinals, if they don't make the playoffs, I think they'll be one of the teams looking for a new coach come January. Why do you say that? Well, when you look at the history of the Cardinals, they've, they've been around for over 100 years. They've never had a coach last longer than six years. Two guys made it six years, Jim Hannafin and Ken Wisenhunt. Bruce Arians was there five years. And th- th- this is the year when the Kyler Murray experiment needs to come to fruition. And if it doesn't happen, it's not going to be anyone's fault but the coach who's responsible for getting the most out of Murray. And just some of the things that were said throughout the offseason by guys like GM Steve Kahn, by Murray who's clearly getting frustrated by not getting to the postseason, I think if it doesn't happen, that's when job number one in Arizona becomes finding the right coach to build the perfect offense around Kyler Murray. Give me some more hot seats. What do you think? Well, I think, I think in Minnesota where Mike Zimmer is, is setting the stage to be on the hot seat by saying, I think we have a pretty good team, now we just have to go out and prove it. Rick Spielman, the guy who built the team, is probably very appreciative of that because maybe that means he doesn't get fired if they fail to make it to the playoffs. But they have a weird vibe around them because of the offense. The offense feels like it's fallen off a bit. Now, we didn't see any Dalvin Cook in the preseason, but if that offense doesn't doesn't produce at a high level, it's going to be very difficult for them to get to the postseason. And if they fail to make it to the playoffs for two straight years, I think Zimmer could be in significant trouble. You know, beyond that, it's just going to go, I mean, other than Kingsbury and Zimmer, you know, who out there has, I mean, would Mike McCarthy be gone in Dallas I don't know that they'd fire him after two years. Zach Taylor in Cincinnati, easy pick for the hot seat. If he's got guaranteed money in his contract for 2022, <laughs> Bengals don't fire they don't. people and pay them. They want their coaches to work. And Jerry Jones is the same way. It's probably the only thing he has in common with Mike Brown. He doesn't like to pay coaches to not work either. And that guaranteed money for either McCarthy or Taylor beyond this year could help save them. But, you know, we see it every year. I mean, there's going to be bad teams. Everybody's optimistic now. Glasses half full everywhere. Everybody's zero and zero. Everybody's got a chance. At the end of the day, every team that's good, that means there's going to be a team that's bad. And, uh, you know, we, we see it. We, we saw, what, seven last year? It's amazing, the turnover. But, you know, you either win or you're done, and you don't get, have many chances. And John Gruden should be on the hot seat in Las Vegas, but he's not because Mark Davis isn't going to fire him. You know, Mike Mayock will be gone, I think, if they don't make the playoffs, but Mark Davis is going to keep John Gruden indefinitely into the future mike florio here on the rich eisen show pro football talk um starts our day here on nbc sports on peacock every single day at pro football talk on twitter what's going on with tj watt in pittsburgh what's happening with him? well mike tomlin the coach of the team said today he's optimistic they're going to get something done <laughs> excuse me um they have some weird rules one is i'm in a coughing fit here one is no worries here, that, go ahead. Go no, ahead. Good. No, go I'm ahead. Go, get, get a sip of water. We can... we're, we're professionals here. Okay. I thought through it. Thought through it. <laughs> One is that they have to get contracts done by the start of the season, or that's it. Okay, fine. Well, what's going to happen with Watt if they don't get his contract by the start of the season? They're going to have to break their rule because they've allowed him to show up, not practice, not play, and, you know, just in this weird holding pattern. The other rule that hurts the Steelers here 
the fact that they don't give fully guaranteed money beyond the first year of a contract. That's a real problem with Watt. He wants full guarantees beyond this year. Other elite defensive players have gotten full guarantees beyond the first year. But, but it feels like they're going to get something worked out right up against the deadline, deadline-driven business. Look for Watt to make a little bit more than $27 million a year in new money on probably a five-year extension. The question is going to be how much of it is fully guaranteed at signing. I mean, I, I, I re- again, we're not there. I'm not there, okay? So I'm not there. But sitting out, uh, it just seems like another situation where teams are like, we don't do it this way. And it's like, well, you, you, you do it that way, sure, but why don't you make an exception for this guy? Because you can always mention to other people, well, we did it for T.J. Watt. You're not in that echelon. You're not T.J. Watt. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, it's so simple for players to get what they want and for franchises to bend the rule if they just had the ability to not break on the front of looking another player in the face and saying, you're not that person. And you know who's doing that right now? Tampa. Tampa is totally reconfiguring the way that they go about their business for Brady. And they're not worried at all that the next part, like they're not worried at all that Kyle Trask is going to become an ask for something or anybody else on the team is asking for something. You're not Brady. You don't, you didn't come here with six rings and give us a seventh. It's that simple. And it green Bay put themselves between a rock and a hard place with Rogers. It seems because they only do it a certain way. I, I, I kind of just, it's, oh, it's, it's crazy. I don't understand. You're right. You're right. Look, you have to acknowledge that certain players merit certain treatment. And the yeah. Steelers will bend their rules. They did it with Antonio Brown. They don't renegotiate contracts with more than one year remaining unless it's quarterback. So he had three years left. He wasn't happy with his deal. So they took some money from the next year and moved it into the current year. And then the next year they took money from the last year and moved it into that year. And then the last year they gave him a new contract. Now, we know it all went to hell after that. But they've got ways to work around it if they really want to. But, yeah, for a great player, you just do it. It's T.J. Watt. And having these rules that are separate and apart from the rules that are set forth in the labor deal, it sets you up to not be as competitive as you could be because other teams are going to do it. And it's going to make it harder for you to keep the players you really want to keep if you're stubborn about when you're going to do contracts and what the terms are going to be, and, well, we don't want to put money in escrow for next year. Well, everybody else does it except for the Packers, so you better do it too. Yeah, I, I just don't I don't get it. I, I, I you know, I, it just, it's mystifying to me. So, um, but before I, I, I let you go, are you on the bills uh, for this year? What's your AFC uh, thought uh, well, on that front? I, I think there are nine teams in the AFC, the Bills, the Patriots, Ravens, Steelers, Browns, Colts, Titans, Chargers, Chiefs, that are all good enough to, by the time we get to January, be in the playoffs and make some noise in the playoffs. So it's a very difficult top-heavy division. I did go Bills-Bucks as my Super Bowl teams mm-hmm. this year. And you know what the hell, let's throw the folks in western New York a bone. Let's say the Bills are going to beat the Bucks Because we have seen Tom Brady lose three Super Bowls, so it's not like it would be unprecedented. He can get there. He just doesn't have the winning percentage in the Super Bowl that he does in pretty much every other level of a season. So, you know, Josh Allen, I think, is spectacular. The, the glimpse we got of him against the Packers in the preseason shows me that he's ready to pick up where he left off and go next level. There's so many people who think, oh, that was an aberration last year. Well, if you think it was an aberration last year, you're not paying attention. No. Last year was the year that Josh Allen, and isn't it, isn't it amazing that 
like if a quarterback finally breaks through in year three, we, what, what took you so long? It was only year three, and he becomes phenomenal. And I think he's going to keep getting better and better. And uh, I think the Bills are going to be a force this year. And, and, and I think they're ready. They've got the Chiefs week five Sunday night football. Right. They have to show that they can beat the Chiefs. Well, that's it. That, but, that's the team they've got, they've got to get past. And once they do, they're going to be unstoppable. Who's the third team in we're not talking about? Because there always is one. Who, what do you got for me? Oh, what do you think? You know, I, 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 to, they, quote, they, to quote our friend Juju Smith-Schuster, the Browns is the Browns. And I can't get past that. Can't. You got to. I think you have to, I, but, personally. But you don't mind me saying. The, it's the helmet. <laughs> it's everything about, you know, how do you see that same frame on a car and not consider that what's beneath the hood is still a jalopy? It's so, and I think that benefits them because you know how it goes every year. There, there are the teams that are the darlings, and everyone circles that game, and we're going to prove ourselves. This is a measuring stick game for us. And it may be that teams still look at the Browns and say the Browns is the Browns, like Juju said, and that's going to help the Browns live up to their high expectations. But I think it would be great. I just think, based on the history of the Browns, it, like, it doesn't want to compute in my brain that they could make it to the Super Bowl. I, I think we got to re, re, rewire then. I mean, I, look, what, 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 what do you have? Um, what, what do you need, I guess, to, to, to win a championship, right? You need... Uh, a defense that can stop people with a playmaker, maybe on every level, would be helpful. <clears throat> you need you need a run game, and you need a passing game that can be dynamic because not only who's grabbing the ball uh, and catching the passes, but the one who delivers it can play with such a neck-up ability and calmness and efficiency that you can win. That's the question mark. I don't know if anybody's believing that Baker Mayfield really is a first overall pick. Like, he's not flashing like Andrew Luck. He's not flashing like anybody who's a number one overall pick where it's all fixed and and ready to go. I think we still can't get past the fact that John Dorsey chose him first overall, but they've got the reigning coach of the year. They've got Chubb. They've got Garrett. They've got Odell coming back with a massive chip on his shoulder. Why not them? Why not? And you're right. And what, what hurts them is 2019, the last time the bar went north for the Browns, and they yeah, failed to live up to expectations because they never should have given the job to Freddie Kitchens. And Baker's mechanics went to pot. He had a regression. Stefanski got him on the right track. Yep. Second half of last year, he was spectacular. He doesn't have his contract yet. He's going to be motivated by that. If they don't force the ball to OBJ, that's one of the things that they have to get past. It can't be about we got to get the ball to OBJ unless they want to do bubble screens and reverses. But if he's running down the field in a pattern with three other guys, Baker's got to have the freedom to throw to the open guy, not we got to get it to Odell Beckham a certain number of times. That has to end. And hopefully Beckham seeing what the team did without him last year will end that once and for all because that, that's an attitude that keeps a team from being as good as it can be. Well, I guess when you real quick, then when when does Baker or Lamar get that deal that Josh Allen got? When is he? What do you, what's going on with that? Well, I think that once Josh Allen did his deal, I, th- I think that the the quarterbacks who are represented by agents, Allen and Baker Mayfield, I think they waited and hoped that Lamar Jackson would go first since he's not represented by an agent. Now that Allen's deal is done, my guess is Lamar Jackson has said to the Ravens, I'm fine with the same contract. Why don't you give me the same contract? And I don't think the Ravens want to. So that's an impediment. And they just did Mark Andrews last night, gave him huge money, big money for their tight end. Right. And my first question is, all right, when's Lamar going to get his? And with Baker, I, 
Look, I've said, hey, and cautionary tales, Jared Goff and Carson Wentz, you don't want to go too early with a franchise quarterback. It's better to go a little too late than a little too early. But the problem is the moment you know he's the guy, that's when you have to get it done. Otherwise, you back yourself into a corner the way the Cowboys did with Dak Prescott. Mike, appreciate the time. Keep looking for my call. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll chat, uh, obviously, way in advance of your 20th uh, anniversary on the 1st of November. But congrats on making it to a 20th NFL season with your, with your creation, Pro Football Talk. Appreciate it. I appreciate you, Rich. Look forward to talking to you again. Enjoy the start of the season, pal. You got it. That's Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk. It was right around this time, 20 years ago, he's cultivating it, and then he launched it. 20 years. It's quite something. Again, you can pre-order his book as well right now, Playmakers. Uh, it comes out next March, but you can pre-order Playmakers, how the NFL really works and doesn't right now. Let's take a break. I'll tell you a story. Uh, I've told it before. I'll tell it again based on what I heard from Bill Belichick on how there's a certain way you do things and then a certain way that you can do things another way for certain players. That's coming up next. 844-204-RICH. Your phone calls too. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, o o o O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed you and I were doing like I think like as they said the 11 o'clock Eastern yes. show and all of a sudden we get a phone call that we have to go on the air immediately because a brawl has broken out at Madison Square Garden because the Andrew Galata Riddick bow fight 
went haywire. So when that happens back in the day, yeah. we went haywire. We did. I remember that. We were like, like you were like knocking on, I think, on, my, on the door. Like, yes. we got to go down. No, I had a cubicle. You had an office. Oh, that's yes. true. I, <laughs> I did start you four did years earlier. No, you did. No, I know that. <laughs> no, 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 so, that's okay. Hello. Uh, but anyway, yeah. But we somehow put it together and did a fabulous ad-lib the entire program. Because it was one of those things, because you and I are both from New York City. Sure. And we're, and we're like, no, honestly, we were kind of, I remember we're walking down together, we're saying, okay, we're, we're getting a little bit of bits and pieces as to why something had broken out. Right. And we both looked at each other like, if cops got called to Madison Square Garden, all holy heck had to have broken out. And you love boxing. I mean, you know, give yourself a little credit. I mean, you had, you totally had like done your research on this fight. Well, I remember that with, you love the, you know, you love the fight. Well, game. you know, the reason, part of the reason why I love the fight game so much, it was my way to get out of the sports center studio. Cause yeah. Charlie Steiner oh, he owned stopped it. doing it. Yeah. How'd and, that work out? Well, <laughs> <laughs> he stopped doing it, and they asked me to take over the yes. beat. One of the first fights I covered, Chris, was the uh, Holyfield Michael Moore rematch. Holyfield in, Moore in, two, in Las Vegas, oh. Nevada. Big, big. Okay, and I did a piece for Sports Center Sunday morning, where you know Jack Edwards pooped, pooped all over it. You know, I've told that story on the yes, show many times, yes. and and I did a story mm-hmm. walking around. Las Vegas entertainment scene trying to get all the sound bites of like the blue man group and a whole bunch of other people who are on uh, stage at the time in Las Vegas back in that day. And one of the people who said, yes, I will do an interview and be part of your silly piece was <laughs> David Cassidy. The first love of my life as a 12 year old. <laughs> and she went nuts. You went nuts. It was the greatest thing Rich has ever done. He brings back an, you brought back an autographed picture. Well, you said, you, yes. s- you said, can I, if you can get anything, can I get an autographed picture of him? And instead I yes. got an, photograph of you that you autographed to him that I got him to put up in his mirror in his dressing room. Incredible. <laughs> it's just, it's one of those moments. People would think, oh, here's Richard Linden talking about the old days at ESPN. It has to be sports no, related. No. no, it no. was something as great as David, Cass- the late uh, David Cassidy. How sad. He is known. Yes. I know. Uh, but Rich, that's, I think, one of your top 10 claims to fame <laughs> for, for me on my top 10, my sports center top 10 of Rich Eisen's greatest. <laughs> that's David it. Cassidy makes the top 10. Ten. Oh, the great Elko. One of the most tenured uh, sports center anchors, if not the most tenured, currently there on the 42nd anniversary of ESPN. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, okay, um, look, here's the story. I, I, I see T.J. Watts unsigned, and again, I know business is business, and I know that... T's need to be crossed and I's dotted eventually, but it seems like, I mean, there's a hold-in going on. He is not participating in team drills. It appears that he is having a hold-in. He's not holding out. He's there, but he's not all there. And he's not there to the point where the Steelers, like, if you don't practice, you don't play. And also, like, we don't give guaranteed money past the first year of a contract, as you heard Mike Florio just say. My answer's like, why not? Why not? He's your defensive player of the year candidate. He's clearly your best player on defense. Exactly. He's clearly somebody you have to have. Right. That's why he's holding the cards. But no, our, our cards that we hold is we don't do it that way here. Well, tough. And I'm like, what? Hey. It doesn't compute. Again, I'm not there. I don't, I'm not in the negotiation. I don't know what he's asking for. He could ask for, like, way too much. He could be asking for the ultimate moon. And 
look, I, I understand negotiations go this certain way, but you can't sit here and say the reason why we're not doing it is because that's not the way we do it. Bill Belichick told this story on the set of the NFL 100 with Lawrence Taylor sitting right there on the set on the NFL 100 all-time team show. I've told this story before. I'm going to tell it again right here, right now. He told a story about Lawrence Taylor being late <laughs> for a meeting. Bill was the defensive coordinator of the New York football giants. He told Parcells after the meeting, I just want to let you know, Lawrence Taylor was late for today's meeting. <laughs> and what was Parcells' response? Was it like, all right, I got to sit down. I got to talk to him. Nope. All right. Well, it's just like, I can't believe it happened again. Like, nope. you just give me one. You just, you know, tell me the next time. No, his answer was, why'd you start the meeting without him? <laughs> Parcells to Belichick. Because there's only one Lawrence Taylor. Uno. Anybody else comes up and says, hey, coach, you started the meeting late for Lawrence, but you don't do it for me. The answer is, you're not Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Done. Done. I don't understand why other operations can't operate that way. Jimmy Johnson shared the same theory about Troy Aikman. Remember, Dallas players, certain players get treated differently. Irvin tells the story. You're a special teamer who doesn't provide much to the program, and you're sleeping in the meeting, you're cut. If you're Emmett, it's just like, wake him up. (laughs) Hit him. Not Emmett, somebody. Uh, again, I'm willing to bet Emmett never fell wake, asleep wake in a meeting, though. I thought about that this year with with the Green Bay. Yeah, we well, don't do it this way. Well, it's Aaron Rodgers. What? What? You're afraid Jordan Love's going to say you did it for Aaron? Yeah, you're not Aaron <laughs> yet. We hope you are. Let's go to Jeff in Detroit here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Jeff? Hey, what's going on? Let me roll the windows up real quick. What's happening, cousin? <laughs> what's going on, guys? Yeah. What up, Jeff? What's up, what up? my dude? had a beautiful weekend so listen i've been doing lift and i'm i do lift premium you know the lux version i have a nice car so i get around from southfield michigan to ann arbor she has to be there on time because she's kind of important in the michigan organization so as we're on our way up there she's breaking down michigan season desmond howard blah 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 we get to the cones and the horses that are usually reserved for do not enter. The horses opens up once she shows her ID. We get inside of the big house, and I get a chance to hang out and, and, and kind of partake in of that magical Michigan allure. When I tell you, Unc, I was in the best place in the world and left my phone in the car. I saw J.J. McCarthy personally. And when I tell you, I am, I'm, I'm trying to tamper down my expectations. I don't get off into hyperbole, but I promise you, I just want this guy to be Mr. Michigan so bad. We have got to beat Ohio State this year. Yeah, well, no, and obviously Ronnie Bell, who had an incredible one-handed catch, waved off because it was offensive pass interference, and then... Oh my God, that was one of the best catches of the year. I know, and then... And then he had a terrific touchdown um, that put Michigan up and then um, then uh, got knocked out for the season, returning a punt. Thanks for the call. Look, I, I, but one, that's one of the games we'll be talking about later on this week. Michigan plays uh, Washington Saturday night on ABC. Good game. 8 Eastern. So that'll be something that I think it's on ABC. Could be on uh, – I shouldn't say that. I don't know. It's 8 Eastern time. So it'll be something to, to file away. 
Rich, I want to ask Jeff. He said he drove Lyft. I was wondering if Jeff drove Uber, what rating would he give uh, Rich Eisen? Well, yeah. look, man, if he's driving Lyft, I'm getting in Lyfts. Because <laughs> I know I know I'm not getting any four five five. Not, not, not off of which Jeff. Is what I am now, four five five. Don't forget. <laughs> You Taking up, up one one hundred. Oh, yeah, Mike wasn't here, Rich. Oh, oh yeah, you weren't here. You forgot that. Yeah. You went up a point. Okay. <laughs> you went up a point, Mike. Well, because I listened, because in, 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 uh, was it in Canton? And I listened I, to you. I told you. The front seat, chit-chat. chit-chat. I'm telling you, Rich. Chit-chat-chat. So, I'm like I the, uh, I'm a, I'm, by the way, I'm a very outgoing man. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. I don't understand. Thank you. There it is. There it is. I can see this. Congrats, Rich. Our number two coming up, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster of the Pittsburgh Steelers and also Bomani Jones of the Worldwide Leader in Sports. And you at 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We'll also preview the AFC North, tell you who wins, who loses, who finished second and third. Want to say this. Um, take a minute here. Because we're going to go to um, remember a friend. NFL Network today, uh, if you see any of the programs, including the one that I'm going to be on later on tonight, we're calling it Tara Tuesday. A light in this world, a beautiful, beautiful person. Beautiful. Tara Deeker, she was a production manager at NFL Network. I'm so fortunate to do what I do for a living and then to know somebody like Tara. I mean, she was there every Sunday for us with that smile you see on the screen. That's that's the smile we saw every day. And I would see her on Sundays and I'm like, it's four in the morning. Yeah, what are you so are happy you so about? Happy? Honestly, how are you so happy? <laughs> and it's because that was the way she always was. Always, never not anybody brought family members to come in or friends to come in or my children to come in. She would take care of everybody. She had a mothering sense about her. She had a friend sense about her. She had nothing but love in her veins, coursing in her veins, beating in her chest. Beautiful person on this planet. Beautiful, lovely person whose inner light is now going to shine in heaven down upon all of us forever. Tara Deeker died. She passed away. She could succumb to cancer that she'd been fighting. I saw her last in Tampa with that smile, with that smile at the Super Bowl talking about how she was better. And we were all praying for scans to keep coming back clean. And then obviously one recently did not. Let's all say a prayer and keep her and her family in our, in our hearts today. And also to thank them for putting Tara in our lives to make our lives better. The number of emails I've received from people I didn't even know that knew Tara talking about her beauty and her inner light and her awesomeness. We're all heartbroken. I cannot believe that this person is no longer with us. We love you, Tara Deeker. Love you. Rest in peace.